All right, let's get into it. All right. <laughs> What's... <laughs> Dude, I got to be able to not uh, laugh when I do no, this. No, you can totally laugh. <laughs> All right, what's oh. up, everybody? <laughs> Logan and James, mm. BT, be transformed. We talk about purpose, vision, um, science, <laughs> and and fiction. We do crafts sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but this is the BT Woo! podcast. All day, I keep it cultivated. Bam. And we're talking about. We are talking about momentum. <laughs> we are. Didn't get that cue. Mm. It's all right. <laughs> I saw it. I just ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is BT. Yeah. Welcome. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for, for being here. <laughs> Amen. I really like this table I built. Mm. Did you build it? Uh, uh, did you know this is the, a burnt, the burnt look? I burnt it. You really had to heat it. I burnt it, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And How'd just, you do that? I just put a clear... Man, it took forever because I just used like one of those like a butane torch like uh, for Holy soldering like, yeah. uh, sweating pipes or whatever. So yeah, I mean, you're just kind of going back and forth across the grain. But um, but yeah. Jeez. It's kind of fun. Kind of sexy. Nice yeah. warm color. But it does. Now that you say that, I can tell. Mm. Yeah. Dang. Dang. I'm going to try that one time. I'm just oh, going to pour easy. gas on it and <coughs> let it match. Just do it in your house. That's the quick way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that the charcoal burnt, effect. I got that burnt look on yeah. it. It's, uh, <laughs> a little too burnt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little charred. You can't sit near it, but uh, <laughs> it sure does look good. Sure. <laughs> Sure does look nice. Sure does look like you pulled it out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. nice. Well, what is today? February uh, the 26th, 2019. Wow. Man, yeah. yeah, we're flying. Flying. Flying right through. Spring will be here. Shoot. I, my kids have spring break next week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but. Yeah, twenty yeah. more years of winter. Yeah, that means uh, that means we won't be able to yell at the kids at the bus stop anymore <laughs> for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Break the routine a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But when you got kids running by your window at mm. uh, four a.m., it's enough to get you out of bed and start yelling. Nice. Unless you're up and moving. But yeah, when when is Groundhog Day? That was was that already happened? Oh, is that because that has to do with spring? I have no idea. Ah, uh, when's the Leprechaun Day? That one's oh, coming. Also, I have no idea. But there's like Easter candy at the store, so that must be coming up. Hmm. Yeah. When's that? April. I don't know, Mark. Yeah, that one's yeah. in April. That one's in know. April. And the Fourth of July. I know when that one is. May second. <laughs> That's on the uh, yeah the second of May. Yeah, uh, Independence Day. Elise and then Campalos. Uh, yeah, Campleanos. Thomas Jefferson Day is on uh, uh, <coughs> August thirty fourth. Love that day. Yeah, it's yeah. the day after your birthday. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I liked Thomas Jefferson so much mm. as a historical figure. Felt like you were kin, huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Shared such a close date. Yeah. Birth. Do you have any do you have any uh, big end of winter plans? End of winter plans, like an end of winter blowout. Yeah. 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 No. No. Oh well, I'm going to Colorado. Nice. Yeah. For next week. Hiking? Yeah. No. My, my mom's birthday. Dang. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. It's gonna be nice out there, I bet. Mm. Yeah, they go back and forth between cold and warm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Real nice. Oh, that's real nice, Clark. Out where the mountains are at. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I don't have any big plans. Mm. Maybe we should go do something. Well, you know, we're, you know, I just gotta cut all my snow pants into shorts <laughs> for the spring. <laughs> you gotta unsew the seams that you sewed yeah, up gotta, for the yeah, winter. Right. <laughs> yeah, the dual purpose is starting to get. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little technical. It is a little technical. <laughs> yeah, I gotta unsew all my pants and then. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, probably just plant something mm. or. Know. One stalk of corn or something in a pot. Lawn mow something. I feel like I feel like I need to mow something. It's oh. been like a couple of years since I've Love it. actually mowed. I got well, that's what happens grass. when you live in the industrial park. Somebody does it for you. Yeah, or there just is none. Or do you maybe you do have some. Yeah, I got yeah. Some. There's yeah. a back. There's a backyard, but oh, field. No, it's play football. Yeah, yeah. You could soccer. But yeah, maybe we maybe we need to plan something. Probably, I mean, obviously forgot that riverboat, the riverboat cruise excursion last year. Right. I think we were going to do that. And then we didn't just kept saying we were going to do it. Yeah. And ultimately, I think at one point we thought we did it. (laughs) We're like, no, I'm pretty sure we did it. We kept talking about it. But now seeing clearly, we obviously didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that'll be coming up. Maybe our listeners will want to. Maybe we'll have a video of that boat extravaganza. Come on out there, yeah, with your unlicensed boat with no life jackets. And how many people could we get in that raft? Mm, I'm pretty sure we're pretty close to maxing it out. Me, you, and Kyle. Yeah, we had some water flowing over the edges. I feel like I don't know that baby held up through the the rapids. All I remember was falling into Kyle's lap (laughs) one time (laughs) when he was standing up. Somebody (laughs) was standing up. Yeah, and I shook the boat. Yeah, yeah. That's all I remember was just praying that that Kyle wasn't the water, <laughs> that it was actually Kyle that was falling into. <laughs> yeah. No, that was hilarious, man. We gotta do that again. We gotta uh, film that. Yeah, that was fun. Do our ne- our podcast out there. Yeah. Do you think we could get the electronics out there? No, not at all. Okay, well, <laughs> all my hopes are blown, man. Put all our, our microphones and Ziploc uh, bags. We could fill them full of air so they yeah. float. <laughs> trash bags. <laughs> we could still film it, though, right? Yeah. We could, but th- yeah, we could. We could hire a film crew. Well, That'd be hilarious. Get a drone. Get a drone That'd that be just follows you. How deep is that river? If you fell into it, how deep would it be? I don't know. We'd have to get a fish finder mm. or a depth finder. Or just a rope. Or a rope or a stick. Yeah. Just just wondering in case we But you know, we Kyle. went we went out there though. 
uh, one of these cold days uh, to Weir Rapids. This winter? Yeah. Where like the ice had all piled up. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like you're I've seen like, that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's weird. It's super weird. And we were walking on a really little bit. You gotta be careful, but is there water underneath or is it just on yeah, the Yeah, somewhere, but there were so many stacks of layers of ice. Wow. That uh yeah, it's like it's just it's kind of crazy. The ice wow. pack or whatever they call it. Huh. The other thing that's really fun was we went to side cut. And it was the river had overflown, or there's water everywhere, which yeah. then froze. So you walk, it's just the that's what I ice saw. everything. That was fun because you just like a whole field around. with it looked like a ice wasteland. Like yeah. there's so much ice piled up and logs and trash and all that stuff. Sure. If you're driving on 475, you can see it. Mm. Looks like a big uh, oh in the ri- in the, over by the river yeah but it's like it's not in the ri- like it covered this whole field with like oh 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 probably yeah, sure. i don't know it looks like mountains of ice in this mm. whole place yeah it's pretty logs wild. made huge logs yeah trash yeah it's kind of a natural wonder what <laughs> natural one of the natural wonders of the world how that does that yeah number 35 I, 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 yeah list. i think so i think it was 35 or 36 <laughs> national geographic came down <laughs> and uh and they were. Uh, <laughs> it's almost as exhilarating as the Antarctic, I think. Yeah, well, that's what they were. That's what they were. That's what they They were looking for maybe if there was some Arctic wildlife down there, just because of how closely <laughs> it resembled Antarctica. Yeah, with penguins. Yeah, I know the Weather Channel came down one time. <laughs> National Geographic. <laughs> and the uh, Weather Channel. I got interviewed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Were you were you were you fishing? Were you standing in the water? Yeah, no. Yeah. I it, it turned out it turns out I was actually fishing on land. I just oh. there was so much ice that <laughs> there was no water. Yeah, they came up to me. And like, they're hole. like, "What are you drilling for?" And I was like, "Trying to get trying to ice fish." What are you guys doing? And then uh, and like, "Yeah, you're in the middle of a field." Oh man, hate it when that yeah. happens. Did you get That's your like, I, your ice shanty all built? It was like you can get those tents. I uh, well, yeah, it's kind of like just a. Just a couple sticks that I made a teepee out of. Nice. And then, uh, uh, yeah, that's when I asked them to, can you gray my face out and <laughs> use one of those voice changers for it? <laughs> you blur my face out. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they couldn't do that, though. Oh, no. <laughs> so. Your name, social security number, address was all on there. Yeah, so if anybody saw that interview, <laughs> it uh, it wasn't me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, but yeah, the National Geographic came down, Weather Channel came down. I'm pretty sure Discovery Channel was at <laughs> what some about, point. Did Nickelodeon come down maybe? Yeah, they were probably while? filming something at Disney and Channel? At, the point, at the time. So mm. you just never know. You when never you're in the right know. spot at the wrong time at the oh. right time. <laughs> the you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. But yeah. Um It's amazing. I thought have you seen any other worldly wonders this winter? I know we had a major ice storm. No. Oh, like when it rained or whatever. Yeah, so like a rain ice. That's those are fun because it's like everything, like all the trees are like white with right, uh, right ice on them. That's always, yeah, that's always beautiful. Yeah, you see those pictures. I don't know if you've ever seen those pictures where that's like some place near the ocean where oh yeah, where it's like you I get these that. cars with like thick ice on it, and it's like they're like streaked across the back. It's like pointed. The ice is pointing but sideways because it's wow. so windy i've seen the ice like creep 
like the ice is creeping out of the ocean. It's like the water's moving with ice in it, mm. and it comes up on these coastal places. Oh. I have seen that on the Discovery Channel or the Weather Channel or, or National Geographic. I don't know which one it was, <laughs> but I have seen it. It's it's one of the seven wonders. And yeah, uh, <laughs> the, one the, the eighth one of the eighth wonders yeah. is when you're driving on an icy road and you stop, you hit the brakes, but your car doesn't, and somehow uh. your car speeds up. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the wonders I learned. Oh, that is wonderful. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and that your car can actually do a 180 mm. and you can go just as fast in reverse <laughs> when you're sliding on ice as you can going forward. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I think they call ice that. Ice does wondrous things. They call that momentum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Which is what we were going to talk about a little bit today. Which is uh, science. Right. It is. So I, I thought you would you, you could take this on with all of your yeah. extensive yeah. research should I, should and should doctrines. I show the viewers I that I have a your, your library card for science? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Do you have it on you? No, I left my wallet at uh, I think I left it at Aldi one time. So I got it back. <laughs> but <laughs> so see so yeah, I right now I don't have any licenses on me. Actually I'm mm. pretty much uh licenseless. Yeah. Shouldn't even be driving. Mm. But on ice backwards. Yeah, jeez, you need a separate license to be able to drive in the winter time. I feel like you should have it. I wouldn't have one if they, <laughs> they have to do that. Oh man. But yeah, momentum. Momentum. Yeah. What do you know about momentum? Uh, that was the guy who invented uh, it. Johnny Appleseed. When he when that apple fell on him, <laughs> I think that was uh, he started to figure out. The laws of momentum. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe that was. Maybe that was Thomas Jefferson. Who was the guy with the big blue bull? Lumberjack. The blue bull. Yeah, he had a blue bull. Johnny Jam- Apperjack. No. Who's yeah, I think it was Johnny Apperjack. Johnny Apperjack. <laughs> oh man, ten, Johnny Appleseed was the one. Ten points if you can remember. Write in the comments who that was. Yeah. Who was that? Mail in your mail in your answers to uh, www. Oh, I was talking hard copy. Oh, hard copy. Just put them in the PO box for us at the uh, at the <laughs> post office. Oh my gosh. Mm. But yeah, I thought Johnny Appleseed was the or no, that was Gravity. Mm, that or was he? Like does gravity. he just invent the apple? I don't even know. I I think it was uh, yeah. I think it was him. Nice. But yeah, momentum. Momentum in life. Yeah. How do you get it? Why do you want it? What do you do with it? So so is momentum um, where like you start, where something starts to move and it gains motion, it gains energy, it gains yeah. force. It's the strength and force that's generated through movement. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That is straight out of a science book. Mm. Yeah, or the dictionary. Okay. But yeah, which could be a science book, I suppose. But yeah, so the strength and force that's generated through movement. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I recently put out a video about this, but talking about like three ways to generate momentum in life. Mm. Mm. And so the first step of generating momentum is you got to break inertia. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what inertia is? Um, it's not an ice cream flavor, is it? 
I think it's when they put sprinkles on your ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> a nerd. Oh man, this this definition is that, nuts. So that's let me let me see oh, if I let me see on. if I can guess. This. Have it to me. This is like Have when you're driving me. in the car and you're going on an exit ramp. Okay. And you're going this way. Whoa. But the car's going the opposite way. No. Okay. But that sounds like something though. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it's uh, probably still momentum. It sounds like you're probably because on the you're wrong going side in one road. direction. Yeah. Blue Ox, babe. It's called. Well, who's the guy? Paul Lumber. Ugh. Man, Lumber Applejacks. <laughs> I think this is. <laughs> you Applejack. Yeah, yeah. So inertia is the tendency to do nothing, and to remain unchanged. Really? Like, yeah, I didn't know they had a word for doing <laughs> the tendency <laughs> to do nothing. Oh my! Man, I've gosh. been stuck in inertia for some time it's nuts the tendency to do nothing or to remain unchanged wow yeah tendency to do nothing and remain and and to remain unchanged, unchanged. like you don't want to change you don't want to move that's inertia that's inertia wow so the first step in gaining momentum is you got to bust through some inertia you got to find Holy a good smokes. enough reason to move interesting yeah extremely interesting yeah yeah so i mean some ideas on on that is just you need an idea that's bigger than your circumstance you need an idea that's bigger than your situation that's bigger than where you are and where you've been you need a reason exciting enough to get you to get up and start moving and working towards that direction yeah 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 so momentum is how you break that that inertia because once you start moving. moving you start gaining energy yeah. Just by just by the kinetics of it. Mm. And then you start gaining momentum. Yeah. Which is a strength and force force that something has while it's moving. And as your speed increases over time, you gain even more strength and force. It's probably as your as time goes on, speed increases and energy increases, it's it's harder to be stopped, probably mm. at that point, like a train. Yeah. Like right. a train that's just barely starting to move, it can probably hit the brakes real quick and stop sure. in a couple of feet. But once that baby gets going mm. 70 miles an hour, right? it takes 60 miles to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. It's true, you know, because... Like you, even if some some major obstacle got in the way of that train, right? There was, there's so much momentum in that that it would probably just go through it. So even like, so maybe I guess what I'm trying to say is like, as you keep moving, gaining momentum, the things that try to stop you start breaking away even easier as you gain more force, more momentum. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Just by train physics. (laughs) (laughs) Certified. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Because I mean, I mean, the more you go, the more you learn, the more you grow, it's like the more you're able to kind of recognize cycles, right? Where it's like, maybe there was a time in my life where I would have run into an obstacle and I would have been deterred. Like I would have been detoured or I would have went back to inertia. Yep. But it's like now it's like, I've come to a point that it's like, you know, we talked about this last year, but it's like, you know, we got out of the boat you know, we were like in the boat and we're like, freak, man, 
It's time. Yeah. It's time to get out on the water. Yeah. And leave that junk behind. Yeah. And so it's like you get to a point where it's like, even if you got you got a day or a couple days where your where your mind and and your body are going like in different directions, and you just if you got the conflict of life, the fogginess of like weird emotion and whatever, mm, it's yeah. like. There's no, for me, there's no quitting or giving up just because it gets confusing and maybe frustrating for a, a moment in time. It's like, I know that no matter what, I would always end up back on track where I am right now. So if I know that if I am just going to keep going, like, cause there would have been a time in my life where I'd, I, I would, I would embrace those emotions and I would hang out in them for like days and I'd get stuck in the, like the negative downward spiral and in the suck and whatever. And I would just marinate there. Well, eventually I would break out of that and just get back into life. But over time I recognized that, Hey, you know, every time I go into this downward spiral, the end product is that I just get over it. So because yeah. I, because I was began to recognize that I was like, Oh man, I wonder if you could close that gap to the time where you have that emotion and to the time you get over it. Like, why do you, you don't have to go into this long period of suck because you're yeah. just going to end up getting over it. So why not just get over it? Right. And it's like, mm. even now it's like when I feel like even the last couple of days where my mind's been a little bit wonky, it's like, I'm just going to keep moving. I don't care that what I feel like, I don't care that I, you know, that I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. That it's a little foggy. I'm just going to keep moving like that. The don't go back to inertia. Like don't get distracted. Don't don't be deceived. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. Like a train, like a train, even if it's like foggy, chugga chugga. Well, yeah, it's like if you ever been in an airplane, you know, when it's raining and you're on the, the ground and then wait, you, you take off. You oh, ever, the airplanes ever, on the ground. Yeah. Have you ever been in an airplane? Yeah, I have. Nice. Long time ago. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Last> <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's raining on the ground. It's all dark clouds oh, yeah, and okay. whatever. Yep. You, you get up off the ground into the rain, into the clouds. And then all of a sudden you pop up and it's sunny. Mm. It's clear skies. Right. Because you rose above this cloud cover. Sure. Well, it's like, it's that concept where it's like, even if your mind gets cloudy for a moment, like, don't stop moving. Like, don't just quit because your, your, your emotional state got confused, got jacked up, got broke down. Don't quit. Right. Just keep, keep moving. Cause it's like, you're in that plane and you're in the fog and you're in the clouds. And you're like, Oh my gosh. And then all of a sudden, bam, there's the sun, there's the blue skies. And it's like, but when you were down on the, on the ground, dude, all you could see was this cloud. You're in the rain, sure. but you shot out through it but like a plane or a train or an automobile uh, those aren't pillows <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a destination right you gotta have a destination or you'll never take off you gotta be moving somewhere yeah so if you're wondering why you're stuck in the rainstorm in the runway you're not moving man you haven't set a course you haven't set a yeah lock, or locked yeah. in a destination or you have the course but you just hasn't dawned on you that it's okay to take off yeah even in the even in the rainstorm yeah because there, there's this like this concept of like waiting for the waiting for permission when you've already been commissioned 
Yeah. Like, so being commissioned is when you, you've, you've been given the duties, you've been given the responsibility and the abilities to get into them. But then there's like the mindset of inertia where we're still kind of like sitting around waiting for somebody to give us the golden scepter or like you're waiting for something to materialize or something like that. But it's like sometimes you already know what you should do and you should just get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or just, just start moving. But it's like, don't wait around for permission when you've already been commissioned to go there for use your gifts, serve people, make a difference. Like just get up yeah. and go do something, do something, do something. And this is what we were talking about before we got on, which is just like, man, we need to do something. We need to get out there. We need to find some people and see what we can, how we can be of some service. Yeah. 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 An opportunity came knocking. Yeah. Or come and make an opportunity. Right. Go knock on somebody else's opportunities. Right. Right. Or just where they need, where they've, they've got, need some help or need some whatever, or what you got could be exactly what they need. But it's like, you just got to move. You just got to take the action. Yeah. And, and believe it's okay to get to the destination. Like that, yeah. that de- if that destination looks good in your mind, it's okay that that guy would have that destination be something good. Mm. I think I've, I mean, I've heard a lot of people that talk about um, they, there's just such a misconception of the realignment with God that it's like the things that they want to go do or the destination they want to reach is actually something bad. Hmm. And I used to believe that. Right. And so, yeah, I think to take off, you have to believe that your destination's good. Um, depending on what it is, if, if you, you want to blow up a planet then uh, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe rethink that. Maybe. Yeah. You know, the laser. Talk, talk to talk to somebody first. But yeah, if your destination's good, believe that it's good, and, and believe that you're aligned with God, and that that would be good, and that that His heart can actually match up and align with your heart, and uh, that you can you can go do the things you want to do, or go reach the destination you want to reach. Uh, I think that's I don't know. I from what I've heard, that's why a lot of people are still on the runway, mm. is they don't have that belief system to where they believe that that destination's good, or it might be too good. Yeah. They never take off. Yeah. There's a lot of people on the plane that are depending on them that, to get to that place, but they never go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a few of these stories and they all make me want to cry. And <laughs> sometimes they do make me cry. Sure. But, um, but yeah, there is this old couple. We'll get into the story. This old couple, elderly, yeah, whatever, retired, uh, never had too much money. But just nice old couple. They had somehow won these two tickets to get on this cruise. And so super pumped, never traveled before, right? Like they had to figure out how to get some luggage and didn't know, you know, what to pack. But they, you know, they they packed a bunch of crackers and whatnot to, you know, prepare for their their trip and their journey. Mm. And so they um, super excited, get to the cruise ship, you know, get in line, get up on board, get into their. Uh, their room and they're just pumped because they've just, they've never traveled before right they've never sure. had much money they, they just whatever but they were just so excited to be there on the ship together and uh 
yeah, so they got in their room, they unpacked, and they just kind of hung out, you know, just looking at each other, just super happy, just like, I can't believe we're here. This is so yeah. amazing, right? They got hungry, so they cracked open some crackers, you know? And right. they, they'd hear the people in the hallway, you know, laughing, and they'd crack open the door and look out, and then people are dre nicely dressed and all walking around, and, you know, they look at their look at, at everybody and they smile they're just so happy to see everybody and then they shut the door and go back in their room and eat some more crackers watch some tv and just be like oh i'm so excited we're here well this is going on for some time right and uh eventually the captain looks at his uh, first mate and says hey you know have you uh have you seen the the couple that won those free tickets he's like no i haven't seen them at all and um tell you they don't think too much about it go on you know and the couple's still doing their thing every day they pop open the door look at the people walking by they got a window in their room they look out at the ocean they're just so excited to be there and um yeah so it, it's coming time it's the last day of the cruise and the the first mate and the, the captain start talking again like man have you seen those people who won the free tickets and he's like no he's like they were old. I was like, hopefully they're, they're not like dead. Like you should go check, you should go, you should go check their room. So the guy goes, knocks on the door and finds the, you know, these two older people open up the door. They're super happy. Like, Oh man. And he's like, Hey, do you, you guys are the ones who won the ticket. Like, yeah, thank you so much. It was so amazing being here. You know, he looks on the floor and there's just like, there's these cracker wrappers everywhere. And he's just, he's just kind of looking at these people and they're oh, we're just so excited to be here. This is just so great. And he's like, He's like, have you guys been out of your room? He's, they're like, no. They're like, you, you haven't, uh, you didn't go to like the food, like the the cafeterias. Okay. You, you didn't see any of the the shows. He's like, oh no, we didn't have any money for that. He said, oh, can I see your tickets? And he and they said, yeah. And so he's 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 like, did did you read what it said on the ticket? And he's like, those tickets gave you access to everything on the ship, to the food, to the entertainment all these things wow and these people are sitting in this room eating crackers watching everybody else live life because they think they don't have access to everything that they have access to wow and that's what keeps people on the tarmac that's what keeps people yeah. at the train station yeah because i don't have access i haven't done enough i'm right. not good enough right which would be what which that that it makes sense. That's what an enemy would want you to believe. Sure. Like if there's anything that Satan would want you to believe, it's that you're not good and that you don't have access to anything. Like that's a, that's a dis obviously. I mean, looking from the outside in, that's an obvious deception. That I think it's easy to get deceived by, though. Right. Well, I mean, it's like so. Let's let's, let's just take that. Right. So let's just say we can we can get just super high in the sky and we can just see just a ton of of things, right? You just get high enough perspective where it's just like, you can see what's actually going on. Cause sometimes you're so close to the situation that you just, you don't have a clear enough perspective of what's happening. Yeah. But so you take this perspective, right? So let's just say, right. In this scenario that we're, we're trains and we're planes, right? So you're trained and you're playing, it's loaded up with all your gifts, all your abilities, all this potential, right. To make epic amounts of change. And there's people all over the place that you have access to get to who need what it is that you have, but you're so stuck on the tarmac thinking that you don't, you don't have anything to give when you're fully loaded, your trains packed up, but you're like, man, I just, I don't, I don't think I'm worth it. I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think this is what God has for me. I don't think, you know, this or that. No, you're on the runway so that you could take off. 
You're on the train track so you can follow the rails. It's like you're packed, loaded up with the glory of God. But like you're talking about deception, right? That this ignorance, this lack of knowledge of what God's will is keeps you from moving because you're so afraid, right? Like I don't have enough money, so I'm not even going to go out and explore what the options are, right? And man, shoot, I can relate to that. You know, mm-hmm. just too too scared, or it's it's just a little uncomfortable, and so you're just so used to comfort that you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't break even just the out walk outside the door. I could totally relate to that. You get in the mindset yeah. of being stuck in there a couple of days, like you're used to it. You become afraid of even trying yeah. to walk out that door. Yeah, but it's like when you believe the deception that, that you hold no value, that you have nothing to offer, dude, you're not going to go anywhere. But all the while there are people who need the supplies that you have. I mean, it talks about, Paul talks about how like God gave each one of us grace, like to uh, distribute to the peoples. And it's just like this idea of you've been given authority, you've been given duties and responsibilities, and you've been given the surplus for the explicit purpose of handing it out to other people. So like you have everything you need to give to other people and it's like, people need that. And so it's like, if you're sitting on the tarmac, everybody, including you is wasting away. So from a perspective of deception, right? That's absolutely. If I, even though you hold all the power, right? If I can convince you, that you can't fly, that you're not even a plane, if I can convince you of that, then you'll act like a just a big piece of steel. Yeah. Which is yeah, which is what an enemy would want. Right. To which is what an opposition would want to to your to, to God's mission, to your vision. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it could so I, I was thinking that it could be uh um it could be a real temptation to just sit there though too. To just be in the be on the runway. And uh, there was another thought I had, but I can't remember it. But it'd be a real temp- it's a real temptation to sit and in comfort just in the seat on the runway, not going anywhere and, you know, eating Doritos or whatever. But um, but that, yeah, I think that's an extremely because like what you were saying with being secure and being comfortable, the longer you sit on the runway, it seems like the more you can kind of slip into that comfort and that and that deception of, you know, the more comfortable you get, the more deceived you get, the more you talk yourself into not going and, and then you never take off or or whatever. But yeah, it can be a real temptation to just sit on the runway or at the train station. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good. So that's what, that was my other thought was that if you decide to to take off, it's that the temptation is to sit on the runway and be comfortable and, and be secure. But if you, if you somehow break out of that and decide to take off, you have to realize that now it's going to take, responsibility like you have to work the controls of the plane now like it's not going to be just sitting on the runway eating doritos anymore it's now you have to operate this plane and you have to navigate and you have to you know keep the engines running and you have to not hit anything and, and all that stuff takes responsibility and it takes mm-hmm. accountability you have to show up every day to to fly and navigate and, and do all that yeah so yeah, I think that's why it's a temptation is because taking off will actually take action from you. It'll mm. take effort from you. It'll take responsibility. And that can be scary. And that, and that can tempt you to, to stay in the, on the runway. Even, yeah. when, even when it's sunny out. Even when it's sunny out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. 
that's huge because I mean that's that's that concept where it's like sometimes your inner world can suck. Like and that's what we're talking about, like where you you just kind of in the fog. But it's like, but life, there's nothing wrong with life. Like everything is great. But it's like it's 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 the stagnant, it's the inertia mindset that it's like it, it brings this dissatisfaction. Like but but then you, you you begin to have this war where it's like, okay, I want to take action, but then I don't know what to do. But the problem is, is because we've been sitting so long, we're always overlooking what we should already have been doing. And so because of that, when you don't take action and, and whatever, this is a learning process. But when, when you know what to do and then you don't take action, this is when confusion comes. Because then you're like, you're, you're dissatisfied. You're like, why am I dissatisfied? Well, because I already knew what I should have been doing, but I'm not doing it. And so then fear grows because the more and more time you, you don't do it, the more and more kind of fear incurs. But all you have to do is break inertia. All you have to do is move. But I was even just thinking like this concept of like, all right, you're on the tarmac. You want to move, but you're scared because it, it, it's going to take you into the unknown. It's yeah. uncharted territory. You're like, dude, what if I die? What if, you know, or what, what, what if I go and the tower says, Hey, it's not your turn. Like, you know, I'm going to go <laughs> yeah. back and cry in my hole and go back to inertia. Right. It's like, there's, it, there's just this reality of the unknown. It's like, do I have the strength to do, do I whatever? But it's just like, dude, you will never know if we never go. But this is where it's like, I think you buddy up. Yeah. But like for reals, I mean, just like we were talking, you're like, here's an idea. I'm like, done. Let's go do it. Yeah. Like instead of coming up with an excuse, which was an which was a thought I had, <laughs> which was coming up with an excuse to not take action, because that that's like the default. It's like no, yeah. that's uncomfortable. Like that's oh, that's super uncomfortable. No, let's just go do it. Like just like having a buddy, like can make all the difference. Yeah. Having somebody who's like I'm willing to go. Let's just go. Let's go. Let because together it's like you yeah. got a swim buddy. It's just like you got yeah. somebody to. Yeah. There's, there's just, there's power sure. in, in a team, right? There's, there's real energy that's created, right? That allows you then to create momentum, right? If other people are, are starting to get on the runway and, and get ready to take off, they can, it can help me or help you yeah. or whoever start to be like, okay, yeah. I think you have to be so dissatisfied with the inertia and sitting there to start making a, making a conscious choice to start moving. Maybe. Yeah, that that and or it's like you need you need a picture of like, yeah, where yeah. could you go? Where could you fly? Where could this train take you? But it's like yeah. sometimes it's so hard to see that. Yeah. But it's like if you would just dare to move, which I mean, I got to be honest, I'm just talking to myself right here. It's like if it's, it's if you just would dare to just start rolling, <laughs> just start rolling, just yeah. at the very just start rolling, just start just rolling, just the controller. Rolling. <laughs> be like i'm not gonna stop right like i like i can't go in reverse i'm just i'm inching i'm inching oh do a little bit close your eyes turn it up you know like just yeah. keep, just yeah. go just yeah. do go you almost break inertia <laughs> you have to almost rather risk crashing and burning than sitting there and and just not ever doing anything man that's true yeah that's true so you weigh the cost and it's like well yeah i could crash and burn but and it's like, but that's sometimes I'd the only cost that. you, you, you check. Yeah. Like you don't think about the potential of greatness or goodness. You <laughs> think about the potential of like, no, they're just going to say no. And then I'm yeah. going to still be right where I am. Yeah. Like I'm talking about myself. Like, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, yeah. I've experienced that too. Yeah. 
But it's like, no, it's like there it's sometimes it's so hard to see, like you can be in a position where it's so hard to see the goodness. That's just, it's just around the river bend. Yeah. All right. Pocahontas. Like it's just, it's it's like, it's so close, right? It's like you're in the plane. It's raining. It's in the clouds. You're just, it's so freaking close. If you knew how close you were, dude, you would have got up ages ago. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. If you knew how close you were, because there's a reality, right? Where your dreams are, you got this vision and it's far away, but then at the same point, it's not as far as you think, or at least like the starting of it. It's like, sometimes you think, oh, it's so far away. Well, then I'm going to procrastinate because it doesn't really matter. It's so in the future that I don't don't really need to do anything. Right. It could be right next door, right down the sidewalk. Um, But yeah, so yeah, what I was thinking was you never want to, you never want to get to the end of your life of your time and then have your eyes opened up and then you see everything that's back in the plane or that's back on the, the all the cars that were on the drain and then all the stuff you had. that's one of my fears you it's could just, already you could already do that Ugh, don't but yeah yeah, yeah. i don't want to do that I don't right wanna, i don't want to i don't want to do that and just be like oh crap crap no but see but see this is this is what will happen for some people not nobody listening, but for some people, like when Jesus returns, right? It says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess, right? At that moment, it's the first time you see God in reels, <laughs> right? And you're like, holy freak. Look, for some people, man, that day is going to come like a thief. But for some people who know him, that day is not going to come like a thief. And the Bible yeah. talks about that. But it's like this concept where there's going to be people who be like, you're not going to recognize him. You're not going to recognize Jesus. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, how come nobody told me? This is who he was. Yeah. I'm not going to be one of those people. If you have the revelation, yeah. then it's too late. That's a bad day. That's a bad day because the count, the counts are settled immediately. Yeah. It's like, you don't want that to be the day that you're like, holy freak. I didn't realize everything was so close. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like to not have that happen is to just start rolling. Just start yeah. moving, run yeah. into something, run into somebody. Even right. yeah, even if you're not extremely clear on what the destination is, you, I think yeah, when you start moving, it's like then 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 you hear a voice over the radio start coming in and be like, hey, turn left. Yeah. Or hey, sixty nautical miles to the west is where you need to start traveling. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Amen. Let that be. Let that be. Like the Let the, the person in the the person in the thing the the uh, tower isn't gonna have any reason to radio to you if you're just sitting there right no flight plan yeah Yeah. if you're just sitting there probably the only thing they might say is hey you're ready space yeah you're ready ready? (laughs) and this is it hear it this is over the loudspeaker are you ready (laughs) literally this is coming through the airwaves this is i'm ready freak let's go let's do it buddy up yeah get the freaking moving we're taking off so we're going if you're out with us yeah Let's do it. We're moving on the runway. I'm serious. We're moving. Look. Yeah. Break. If you got a group, if you got a church, if you got something, you want us to come out, dude, invite us out. We're coming. (laughs) We're coming. We're coming to a place near you. We're going to bring the glory of God with us. If you got some needs, if you need some help, get in contact with us because we are on the roll. Raw. Raw. Ripe. Ripe and rolling (laughs) like Johnny Appleseed. But yeah, everything, look over the past year, everything that, you know, um, I'd say, yeah, I'd, I'd say we're, uh, 
there, I'd say I I definitely can can see some people that maybe you're stuck. I was stuck. Yeah. I think it's easy to when you're stuck to see it to not be able to see other people that are stuck and see that they're stuck. But if you start moving, I think then you can start you can start seeing like, well, they're not they're not going anywhere. Maybe I need to tell mm-hmm. them something, say something. Yeah. 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 You can't differentiate if everyone's just at a standstill. <laughs> Are we not moving? <laughs> that's why that's why there's a lot of confusion because everyone thinks they have an answer as to why nobody's moving or why nobody should move. Mm. And that that can just create a lot of deception and confusion too. Yeah. And but until somebody starts going right. and looking back and then it's yeah. like it's a you're not gonna explode if, if you start inching on the runway. Mm. You might explode if, and you then because then all the deception and confusion has to, has to ultimately, is 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 what do I want to say? Uh, it it starts to lose its hold. It starts to lose its credibility because so, well, someone's moving. Right. That means we can do it. Yeah, like an experience. Sure. Yeah. Breaking the credibility of the lies, the deception, right? Because it's got it's got to count for itself. And then against truth, it cannot stand. Yeah, right. It, it ultimately has to fall and, and say, I, yeah, I was, yeah, I was lying. <laughs> you, you look at the two and it's there's no contest. Yeah. 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 There is like, oh, that thing's bloody decomposing and full of death. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, great. That's where that's I, what I've been that's, listening to this whole time. That's what I've been inhaling. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was the glory. <laughs> that's why it sucked. Got it. Check. Serious. Yeah. Some kind of experience. Yep. It's kind of awakening. Like a taste. You taste it. And you're like, you get this whiff and you're like, freak, there is something more to life. You get this whiff and you're like, freak. But then you're like, how do, what do I do? How do I, where, who's getting into it? Like, where do I go? How do I, where do I get the information? Like, how do I get the flight plan? Dude, we hold the flight plans. Right here. It's like, yeah, freak. Get up. Let's do something. Let's create some motion in the ocean. Let's, Call somebody. Yeah. Do something. Uh, write something. Read something. Mm. And think then, about something. Now go tell it to somebody else. They'll yeah. tell them what you learned. Tell them what you're yeah. thinking about. Start a chain reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of the. What do they? Uh, what do they call that? The. Uh, um, the. Uh, uh, <laughs> what do they call the little restroom on the plane? Border potty, the lavatory. Yeah, get out of the lavatory. Get out of the lavatory. Open the shades on the on Shweep. the on the window, <laughs> the main windows. Turn the key and get moving. Let it warm up. <laughs> Don't even let it warm up. It's warm. It's yeah. ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Just start moving. Yeah, it never has to be like crash and burn either. No. Nope. Never has to be that way. Who cares if you bump into something? Yeah. You bumped into something. You had an experience. Good job. Yeah. Good right. job. I know now not to fly over there. Yeah. Who cares? Just keep going. Grind it. Run into it. Who Just go do it. See if you can do it. See what happens. Yeah. See if you can overcome yeah. it. Just. That's what my dad always used to say. He always said, if you're going to make a mistake, just do it 100 miles an hour. Keep it rocking. Keep it rocking. That's because you get the momentum. Yeah. Go blow right through it and just keep going. Yeah. Momentum. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You may never make a mistake just sitting there 
but at the end you could realize your whole all your time was, was a mistake, a mistake right? yeah that's like that concept of fear of failure where it's like you're so afraid to move but then you find out at the end oh crap that was the failure that <laughs> i never moved <laughs> that was the major failure yeah. yeah yeah so move yeah yeah so step one in gaining momentum in life is to break inertia that's just to move roll go somewhere do something get out of the house stop playing video games whatever just yeah get out get up get up move get in contact with another human being yeah <laughs> who's moving call us yeah 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 so then step two as you start moving is ditch unnecessary friction mm. stuff that slows you down another uh Another science. Another science uh, word, yeah. Friction. Straight out of Webster's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the definition is, but... No, it sounds right. Total something contact. Something that slows you down. Yeah. Well, you just think about, like, the mindset of inertia. Right? Yeah. Like, the, the fear, the doubt, the worry. Yep. Like, these the second guessing. Yeah. Like, make a decision and then, like, be like, okay, I'm rolling. Oh, maybe I should stop. Been there. Yeah. Or, like the procrastination and making a decision to the point where you never make it and then never do anything. Yeah. That's real. Multiple years. Gosh, that's real. Yeah. Shoot. Sometimes you, you sometimes, sometimes that's where it's like being honest with yourself and even being honest with somebody else, which I gotta be honest. There's some, if I'm honest, like there's some things that I, I recognize and I'm okay with admitting like, oh man, like this is what I'm growing in or whatever. But then there's some things that I think are so close to home that like I almost, it's like, I didn't realize I was struggling with it. And then now I'm like, that's like so dumb. Like why, this is the crap I talk about all the time. How could I be a little confused at where I'm going? Kind of concept. Mm, yeah. But it's just, again, this concept to just keep freaking rolling. Like just keep yeah. moving. You ditch the junk that, that, creates friction which is like the fear it's like well it's fear so courage like i heard somebody say courage is not the absence of fear it's just the un unwillingness to yield to fear it's like it's taking action in the presence of fear right so it's not it's not it's not a matter of like whether you're not nervous or you are nervous or you got fear or you don't come fear it just matters like would you just keep rolling close your eyes if you got to but just keep mm. moving you know sure. then open them pretty quick but just move <laughs> like, open like them instantly. don't don't like don't even don't even don't even take a second to like think about saying no to an opportunity like don't even don't even consider it just say yes and let it scare the crap out of you, but just go and do it. Just say yes. Just say, without processing, without thinking, an opportunity that's in the direction you want to go. Don't procrastinate. Just say yes and get into it. Mm. Yeah, That's the rolling. That's the momentum. Just get into it. Just do it. Just go. Don't give yourself a moment to come up with a, uh, an excuse and a reason why you should say no. Like, well, it's scary. Well, I didn't prepare. Well, I didn't know. Just if it's in your direction, just say yes. Yeah. And just go do it. Yeah. 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 So you got to ditch unnecessary friction because it's like that dragging of your feet, 
right? It becomes this anchor that as you keep going, that junk digs deeper and deeper and deeper to the point where you come back to inertia, right? Unnecessary friction brings unnecessary fatigue, which causes you to frustration. Yeah. Un- stress. Unnecessary frustration, Anxiety. stress, the desire to quit. Yeah. Yeah. So we, as, as, so what I was thinking was as speed increases, does, does the friction decrease? Cause like if you, if you're, if you have a car that's moving it really fast and it's harder to get slowed down by the, by the, the road or the trail or whatever, it's, if you're going really fast, if you're going really slow, it's easy to just, if you were going to coast, it's easy to stop right away. Sure. But if you were at that pedal to the metal and you took your foot off you'd have so much momentum right that you would be able to keep going even though friction was trying to oppose uh, what you were doing but yeah i don't know or like if you're if you think about a car skidding like a car that hits the brakes going five miles an hour stops real quick because of the friction of the road but a car that's going 80 miles an hour and hits the slams on the brakes it keeps going Mm. (laughs) because of because of all the momentum going against the friction yeah or that or or, uh, the the force that tries to stop it I don't know. That's just what came to my mind. Absolutely. More speed. More speed. 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 Well, that's why it's like, so the faster you can make a decision. Not saying like irrational, like don't be irrational. No, (laughs) but no, but if it's in your direction, if it's in your vision, if it's in the direction you want to go, it just happens to be something new or something you didn't plan for and have like days and weeks and months to process and think about, but it's in your direction. It's in what you're called to do. And like this opportunity comes don't sit there thinking about it. Yeah. Take it. Find out what, what it is. Just get after it. Just yeah. show up. Just say yes. Just boom. Put me down. Sign up. Whatever. Just do it and move. Because this is the only way you're going to generate momentum yeah. is by moving. And you got to get in there. So you got to ditch the friction, which friction would be, well, let me just process that for a couple of weeks. No bull crap. When you start knowing where you're supposed to go, you you're able to make these decisions faster. Yeah. The faster you can make these decisions and the faster you can take action to implement them, like the, the more speed you can take, right? The more, the, the faster you get to where you want to go. Cause you're yeah, just, cause, you're, yeah. Cause you know what to say no to. Yeah. It's not going to the, and you know what to say yet what you should say yes to. Right. And it's just a matter of not being afraid of whatever result happens. If you say yes. Yeah. Well, go and mess up. Who cares? But you did right. it. Right. People saw you. Right. That's not about, don't worry about like, oh, your credibility. No, you showed up. You did something. Right. You had an experience. Now you have something to build off of. You got a foundation. Hmm. So ditch off the friction. So first is just get moving. Just start rolling. Buddy up. Break, break the inertia. Break inertia. Step two is as, as you go, you're creating experience. So now let's like, let's start being aware. Let's start casting off unnecessary friction so that we can continue to move even faster, right? Ditch these, these second guessing, these excuses, right? Man, because it'd be easy to just pile up excuses, but don't because you want to move. So just embrace the fear. Embrace the unknown. Embrace the wild life. <laughs> I'm serious, yeah, man. It's wild, like but it's like it's exciting. Yeah. It's like as soon as you break inertia, you're like, holy crap. Oh, my gosh. what I'm like terrified like of what's coaster. coming around. Yes. I'm like, oh, right. You're like, why did I get on this thing? Just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So then step number three, then, is like you get a bit, you get some traction. You're, you're moving. 
you're working on breaking, getting rid of the inertia mindset. Then it's like, okay, you're picking up some speed. All right. So now how do we keep, how do we keep this speed? And then even over time, continue to increase it. And that's preparation. Prepare. You prepare for tomorrow. You prepare. You think about the steps you're going to take tomorrow today so that when you get to them, you know what steps to take. And so when you know more and more where you're going, you can take quicker action and gain even more momentum. Mm-hmm. Right? You can just continue yeah. to just yeah. freaking jam and dominate. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. But I think the big thing is just... What, is, what was number three again? Just, just prepare. Prepare. Okay. Prepare. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's hard if you don't know where you're going. Yeah. To, to yeah. you know, because, you know, I gave the example of like, um, you know, for running a race, if I know where the finish line is and I know how to get there, then my stride's going to be long. Each step is going to be sure. It's going to be confident. I'm in eager expectation of, of, of reaching the end and of winning the prize. But if I'm unsure of where the finish line is and I'm unsure of how to get there, then my stride's going to shorten. My steps are going to slow yeah. down, right? And now I'm unsure, like, well, is it that way? Is it that way? And so not knowing where you're going will slow your momentum. But this doesn't matter in the beginning. Right. Beginnings right. just go. Right. So, yeah, there's an order to it. There is an just order. Just go. Just go. Now start decreasing the, the friction. Yeah. And then prepare. Start, start figuring out what the destination looks right. like. Right. As you continue to gain experience, you're starting to get a feel for it. You're in it. You're up in the air. You're down the track, whatever. Then start, okay, where are we going? What are we doing? What what, what airport are we going to stop at? What train station are we going to go to? Which might look like calling somebody, writing something, reading something. Right. um, Asking a question. Just sitting in your room thinking about what you want to do or what, what you like to do, what your gifts are, what opportunities have come up that maybe you've discredited before sure but you should follow up on now yeah yeah that's preparing is yes is starting to dial in yeah it's like all right what am i going to do tomorrow how am i getting closer and closer what am i how am i taking action yeah yeah yes momentum go get you some step one break inertia yeah step two Decrease friction. Cast off. Cast off friction. Yeah, we're not decreasing nothing. <laughs> Eliminate friction. Boom. No, nah, that was better. I like that one. Just like a like like one of those uh, like if you poured melted butter on yourself and went down a slip and slide. <laughs> <laughs> That's eliminating friction. <laughs> there is no friction here, folks. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're not gonna be able to shake anybody's hand or do anything after that. <laughs> But it was worth it. Yeah. Eliminate friction. Yeah. Pour the butter all over your body. Yeah. And go. And slide down the slide. And go. Um, Head first. And then number three is uh, prepare. Yeah. Dial in. Mm. Set the GPS coordinates. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you know where you're going, let's just say it takes ten, 10 days to get there. Or figure out how to get to figure out. So maybe, yeah, prepare is part Maybe part one of prepare is set the coordinates, and then part two is figure out the best ways to get there. Sure. What do you have to? Uh, who do you have to talk to? What do you have to read? What do you have to call? Or uh, yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. Sometimes, right. How do I actually? Sometimes, you, I mean, just in general, one general thing could be just making sure you're mentally and physically capable of doing whatever it is, or 
or you know mentally and physically and emotionally just stable just working on your working on yourself getting uh doing physical activities a couple times a week stu- you know studying something you sure. know, getting your mental and physical pieces um honed in just to just help just help it just helps you get start moving get more yeah. more towards that goal that way you know it's it's i don't know that's just something that might be an easy way just to start as you're figuring that yeah. out yeah well i mean if you're doing nothing do something right, right? like go for a walk right do some shut exercise. the tv off shut the shut the tv get off the off. face get, get off, off the, the facebook or freaking if you're gonna have it on then have the audio bible cooking yeah yeah but yeah buddy up freaking buddy up somebody else who's butt lazy but don't mm. let them drag yeah. you down <laughs> if they're excess friction ditch that junk yep because look man you gotta move yeah you gotta move you gotta yeah. move yep yeah yeah, it's interesting in the uh, in Colossians one. Paul's talking about this prayer. He's talking about this prayer that he's praying for the peoples, and um, you know, but it's it's all about the will of God. He, you know, he, he says like, I I pray that God would fill you with the knowledge of His will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of fun because he says, I pray that God would fill you. This this filling. I looked up the. The Greek word, and it's like something that was empty. You crammed everything, every ounce you could in there. Like you, you pushed it in there, and then you got a stick, and you crammed it down. And you put some like more, and you crammed. Yeah, you packed that junk in. It's like He's, a I, I pray that you would be filled, packed in to like max capacity to exploding out your pores, <laughs> the knowledge of His will. Right, this will is His pleasure. It's His desire. Right. What God actually wants, like what he wants. He says, may you be so full of that so that you can live a life that pleases him in every way. And then he breaks down what that looks like. So the whole point is you got to know what this this is. You have something. No, no. Oh, you you got to know what this will is. You got to be so packed so this experience, right? This this you 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 see these people moving. You get this experience. He's packing it in, packing it in, packing it in. Just the glory, the goodness, the epicness of who you are in Him, alive, and uh, yeah. And then he talks about okay, so that you so that on purpose, so that you'd be so packed full, so that unto something, so that you would live a life that pleases Him in every way. Mm. And then he gives a list of what that looks like. And it looks like bearing fruit in every good work, which is interesting because that's like rolling. It's like moving. So you're taking action and you're doing these things. You're using your gifts. You're serving other people. You're just, you're freaking doing something, right? This starts you causing you to bear fruit. Then it says grow in, in the knowledge of God. This is God, just understand this, that this is God's will for our lives. And this is what a life that pleases God looks like. It's one that bears fruit in every good work called to succeed. Grows in the knowledge of God. Called, called, called to know through experience who God is. Being strengthened according to all the glorious might so that you could have great endurance and patience. Built to withstand the long haul, right? And overflowing with thankfulness, right? To God who has qualified us in the kingdom of his son, right? Because we've been, we've been rescued from the dominion of darkness and brought into the kingdom of the son he loves. But it's like this whole concept is like, 
if you look at it, it kind of flows, right? Like bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened according to all power to have great endurance and patience and overflowing with thankfulness. It's like, this is all a process of motion. It's all in motion that this is realized. None of this is in stagnant inertia. This is all in the glory of movement because there's nothing on earth that God created that's not moving, that's not growing, that's not becoming, right? A tree never stops growing. I mean, how tall will a tree get? I mean, as tall as it can. How many leaves will it produce? As many as it possibly can. Like, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not a tree doesn't stop to think like, ah. Should I get taller? Yeah, should I get taller? <laughs> should I learn more? Yes, you should. Yeah, right. It's not it's just it's not confused on its potential. It just lives to the fullest. Yeah. And that's us. The only difference between us and a tree is that we have the choice, which can kind of get confusing. But that's why knowledge comes when you just you start moving. You start moving in a direction. It's that momentum that generates strength and force. It's in here where you gain experience, where you then you it it, it gives you a reason to learn. Right. It, it makes it necessary to learn because you're like, oh, when you're moving, you, when you're moving. Yeah. When you've committed to you're something, for, you're, you're you're getting into experiences. Yeah. But that's that's the ultimate outcome of if you start moving, experiences come. Yeah. And then it forces you to have to learn because then you're like, OK, well, how how can I do that better? Right. This is you being strengthened according to all might. So you have all this epic endurance and patience. This is where you grow in the knowledge of God. You continue to understand who he is and who you are. Right. What 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 does he think about these different situations? Is it this is interesting because I was just thinking about this concept. Right. Because we're, we're called to be conformed to the image of the sun. Well, you can't become like somebody that you don't know anything about. Mm, yeah, we are called purposed by God to be conformed into his image. This is from the Lord who is the spirit, right? That's second Corinthians three eighteen. So it's God's purpose that we be conformed to the image of the son. Okay. Well, you can't become like somebody that you don't know. Yeah. Right. So it's like, so you think about it, right? It's like, okay, well, how does he think? How does he feel in these different situations? Like how does he handle certain situations? How does he prepare for different things? Like, what, what does he do? Like, how does he spend his day? Like, what does he do? Like, you start, you get into the nitty gritties of who is he? How does he function? Like, what does he smell like? Like, you know, it's like, it's this concept of getting to know him that you could actually become like him, which is what you're, you're created and destined for. Sure. Yeah. But it's like that, that there's just so much glory and freedom in like this, that this is God's will for your life, that you grow in the knowledge of him. And it's only done through taking action. It's only done through movement, right? Jesus said, he says, you're, you are my disciples if you obey my commands, right? Like if you do what I did, if you do what I say, like you get into it because it, it's in this motion that you become conformed. You change the way you think. You learn how to think and function and feel and take action in the truth. It's these things that cause us to become, which is all in motion. Mm. And, and, and in all of that, it's... Um, Colossians says to, to be thankful, to, to be thankful because you have the freedom to go. You were redeemed to go do all that. You don't, there's nothing, there's not like there's some force that's going to, that's going to like, uh, or there's not any, there's not like some, I don't know, message from God that says maybe you shouldn't do that. It's just you redeemed, you, you can be thankful and all that because you were redeemed so that you could move. Is that, am I getting that right? Sure. Like being thankful, he talks about being thankful. 
Well, you're overflowing with this thankfulness because look, man, you're you're bearing fruit in every good work, which means you're moving, you're gaining these experiences, you're you're literally encountering God, which is causing you, you're yeah. growing in knowledge, right? Jesus says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, it's that all day I keep a cultivated mentality. Right. Because you think about like the process of how do you actually accomplish these things. And really, I mean, it's in this concept of all day I keep it cultivated, and then it's these things that you cultivate, you think about, meditate, marinate, that that take root inside of your guts that cause you to think and believe differently. But then you also take action based upon those things. And that's what brings maturity and skill. And so, yeah, so it's like, but look, we've been, we've been delivered from the the dominion of darkness. Which is cause for great thankfulness. Well, yes, because the, the once death once ruled, but now, Christ rules. Life right. rules. You are full of life. You live in life. You don't live in sin. You don't live. You're, there is no condemnation. So it's like the more and more you get into that, the more and more you, it, it gives you opportunity to become conformed to the image. But I think that's that's where it's like we don't just do things, but we're, we're doing things related to our gift on purpose. We're not trying to earn our position in God. We're working from our position because this is where people get kind of confused and and I've been confused at this, but where you start doing all these things to earn your position in God. And this is where people get jacked up. This is where people get quote unquote burnt out. The only reason you get burnt out is because your perspective is wrong and your aim is wrong. Otherwise, man, there is no burnt out, but it's like, it's, it's when you live in anxiety in fear in doubt in worry. And I got to help this person. Otherwise God's not going to love me. Right. These incorrect motives set your target on something that's, that's weak and limited and yeah. like full of lack, but we live from a place of abundance and overflowing. So from our position, we take action and there's no getting burnt out there. That's where Paul says, man, I, I, I labor and strive with all the strength that God so powerfully works in me. I'm content because I can do all these things through the strength that he gives me, right? There is no getting burnt out. If you're yeah. burnt out, your perspective is skewed, which you just, man, change the way you think. Get back on track. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But it's all in motion. Just do something. God's for you, not against you. Because if you think you're taking action, but you're like, oh, God, you know. Am I, resi- you know, that fear of God's going to smite you around every corner. <laughs> you got to ditch that crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get some butter on you. Get get, get some butter. Yeah. I don't, friction. I don't know if you could stress this enough, but thankfulness and joy, this joyful thankfulness, but the kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy. Righteousness is your position in God, which is a legal term saying that you have right relationship with God. You've been justified, which means that you've been declared righteous, right? When God speaks, it creates all things. So when he's declared you righteous and he being the the judge declared you righteous, you're righteous, right? You're justified. So the kingdom of heaven starts with this justification, I'm made righteous. I am in right relationship and standing. The the legal indebtedness that was once there is nailed to the cross and forever gone. So from that springs this place of abundance and glory and goodness, which creates this thing called joy, this thing called peace, this thing called gratefulness, and like this overflowing 
gratitude of what you have, this focus on the abundance, on the truth, you know, over a circumstance or situation, right? Because people talk about being happy and happiness is fleeting, but joy is this thing that it's like, it comes, it's sourced from another place. It's sourced from the kingdom of heaven. It's not sourced from the physical, it's sourced from the invisible. Yeah. Which is more real than the visible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just 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 you saying that makes uh, it almost like if you if you <laughs> it makes fear sound stupid, like to mm. be afraid and to believe that you're made righteous by by the by the king. Yeah, it makes fear be, almost sound like that's ridiculous. Yeah, to be afraid is is absolutely ridiculous. Right. Well, because fear has to do with punishment. Or to not think you're good enough is absolutely ridiculous. If you believe that, it's it's downright disrespectful. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Because that's saying, and it's not intentional. It's just this lie we believe. But that's literally saying that what Jesus did wasn't good enough. Yeah. That like you're going around to the back of the courthouse and you you found this freaking, I want to use all kinds of words that I'm not (laughs) going to use right now, but you find this butthole in the back, right? And he starts telling you, hey, man, like that paper is still good. You're still jacked up. You suck. Right. And you're hanging yeah. out in that. That's the that's the radio station you're tuned into. That's what your emotions are feeding yeah. off of. It's causing you to think these thoughts. It's like yeah. you're not good enough. You suck. You're not good enough. Dude, if if the things you think about don't create hope, you're not thinking about the, the things that came from God. Wrong station. Yeah. That's the wrong station. And that's what I keep you on the tarmac. Marinating yeah. in that wrong station. But yeah, man, if you believe that you were made righteous by the one who uh, created everything, who's man, who's yeah. left? Who's left? Who who's left to give an accusation that matters? Yeah, that holds any kind of weight. Yeah, you got to get on board. Start moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one who has all the power in his hand and created everything calls you righteous. How can you not start moving? Right. Yeah. The bo- the voice is coming over the loudspeakers. Let's get it on, my good people. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want it? Do you want it? It's waiting for you. Who knows what's around the river bend? Yeah. But if you don't go, you will never know. But that's not us, man. We're people who move of motion, who take action, because that is everything we were created for. My good peoples, this is us. We are Be Transformed. Hit us up. If you got something, you want us to come speak somewhere, do something with your group, get in contact with us. Until next time, peace.